weiter. Omenu Kovim, Kimin Beis Chaitmin, the spouse of the two basins, one was with a thinner hole and one had a bigger hole. So they should both empty out at the same time. Let's say that this Mishnah is Rabbi Yudha and not the Rabbana. If not, you learn Rabbi Yudha. He holds that the Nisach HaMayim was with one luge. Not like the Rabbana say it was three luge of water. Therefore, wine is three luge. And water is one lube, so the basin of wine takes longer to empty out. That's why the wine had to have a wider nozzle to its funnel. The e if it's like the Rabban who say that Nisachamayim also was three lube, Kihadodinino, they're equal to each other. The wine and the water are the same amounts. So why should the basin of wine need a bigger hole, it'll empty out together at the same time as the basin of water. And to the Gemara, you need to say the Mishnah of Rabbana, who say that the Nisah HaMayim was also three lu, just like the Nisah HaYayim. And still they don't empty out at the same time. Chamre's Samir wine is thick. And therefore it takes longer for it to go through the funnel. Maya Kolish. Water is thin and it goes through more rapidly. And that's why the hole through which the wine has to pass through is made wider. Except here. So also it's logical, it's as well to say that the mission is the If the mission would have been Rabbi then the language is not Rabbi Huda's language. He holds a different language. It means Rabbi Huda also says that one is thick and one is thin, but he uses a different expression. And every time when his words are reported in the Mishnah, they're reported in the way he said them. And he didn't say, he said, Echad Rochav, Echad Kotza. The time you're in the Bible, Rabbi Shnei Kisvois, Hoyushan. There were two basins built into the Mizbeach on top. Echad Shomayim, Echad Shalyayim. Shalyayim, Pia Rochav, Shomayim, Pia Kotza. Today, Shishnei Hem Koli, Bevasachas. So he has Rochav and Kotza. That's his expression. Not me Ube on Dak. So therefore, that's also an indication that this Mishnah is not said by the Rabbi Yudah. That's a principle always. When they repeated something, they always were careful to repeat in the exact words that the uh, speaker spoke. And therefore, these are not Rabbi Yudah's words. So it's logical to say the Mishnah is by the Rabbana and not Rabbi Yudah. say that. West, they were on the, in the corner of the Mizbeach, Marovis Dremis. But one was more close to the west than the other. So the more western basin was water. 
the one that was closer to the east, further away from the west, was for wine. It happened by a Zuduki. Zuduki are those people who were powerful and arrogant people who wanted to seize power. And one of the ways by which they showed their power was to override the words of the Chachamim, to disdain the practices that the Jewish nation followed. Now these practices were mostly Torah Peh. Now this Dukim didn't go against what's written in the Torah. After all, in those days, nobody did. But they, util they utilized the opportunity by protesting, they said, this is not a thing that's written in the Chumash, we won't do it. And therefore, they used to fight against certain items of Teresh Yerbal Peh. And this was one of the items they tried to override the Chachamim. So it happened by a certain Sluki, it was a Kayan. It actually was Yanai HaMelech. In those days, the Chashmanoi kings were Kehanim Gedolim. And although they didn't bother doing the Avedi in the base of Migdish, but once a year, on Sukkot, when everybody came, everybody came for Sukkot to base of Migdish, like a national de demonstration. So then he put on the big Dekayin Godel, so he shouldn't lose his Chazoka, that is a Kehanim Godel, every year. That's what he used to do, put on the big Dekayin Godel, and come with the whole family, everybody used to see his Gedula, that is a Kehanim Godel. So this Duki went up on the, on the Mizbeach, and to show his arrogance and his scorn for the people and the Chachamim, Shenisa Halgaberat, he poured on his feet. He poured the water on it, instead of pouring into the basin, he poured on his feet. An open demonstration. However, this was all planned. He had soldiers prepared. It was Yane Amela. The Gemara, by the way, is very delicate, very considerate of the honor of Jews. And when Jewish wicked people do things, they don't say their names especially the family of the Hashmanoim, they spared them. They gave him spoiled, you know, later, the Hashmanoim. But the Gemara doesn't say anything about that. It leaves out their names. Only from Josephus, we know the entire story. Josephus wasn't one of the Hachamim, so he bled. But the Gemara would never know who it was. Let's look it. So he went out, and he poured water on his feet. Or a gomu called Hombes again. And the entire people pelted him with their Isaiah. Then tell us the rest of the story. The rest of the story was he gave a signal to his Gentile soldiers who were outside the base of Megdish. And an army rushed in and they slaughtered very many Jews in the Azara. It was an excuse. And then he took over and he slaughtered the Chachamim, and the Chachamim fled the country. And he and his dukim had power over the people. It was only when he was on his deathbed, so he told his wife, Shlomi, she was a firm woman, she was the daughter of Shem and Shota. He told his, his wife, he said, that she should give over all the power now to the Chachamim. Because he knew they'd have pity on her and her children, the way his, his children. And so they get put all the power, they get, he gave all the power over to the Chachamim when he died, and the Chachamim didn't take revenge on him. They gave him a decent funeral, like he gave it to a king, and they reigned for nine years, nine happy years, the most happy years in the second base of Migdash were the nine years that Shlemis HaMalka was queen and the Chachamim were the rulers of the land. Right up.
But this whole story is not told here because the Gemara spares the honor of the Jewish kings, even though they are wicked men. That day, from the pelting of the Shregen, part of the Mezbeh was broken off. A corner of the Mezbeh was broken off. They brought a big chunk of salt, which looks like the material of the Mezbeh, or so somewhere, and they plugged up that place where it was broken off. Not because the Mizbech now will be rendered fit for the Avedah. Mizbech is possible if part is broken off. So what did they accomplish by plugging up that place? Only the Mizbech should not look like it's broken. That's all. For appearance's sake, they plugged up that place, that corner, with a chunk of salt. Low kevish. Mizbeach doesn't have the kevish. If the ramp is not there, Mizbeach is not a Mizbeach. It's possible you can be marked on it. But low keren, and if it doesn't have it, four corners. On each corner of the Mizbeach, there was a block, an armor by an armor. And that block is called keren. If the keren is not there, it's possible. Below your sword. And the sword is not there. They saw there like a step that projects from the bottom of the Mizbech to an armor. Mizbech is possible. Below Ribua, and it's lacking its squareness. Oh, that's what we're talking about here. If the corners, the edges where the corners are, are broken off, so it's lacking its squareness. It also puzzles the Mizbech. And therefore, this Mizbech became possible until they repaired it. But in the meantime, they put a chunk of salt there so it looked like it was prepared. It's posalavaida. Now I should explain why are these things me'akir the Mizbeach? Because when the Torah talks about that, the Torah says the word hamizbeach. Kalmas hamizbeach. Pnei hamizbeach is the cabbage. The face of the Mizbeach, that's the entrance to the Mizbeach on the south side, that's the ramp, cabbage, is called Pnei hamizbeach. Now, in all the cases, the Torah says the word Ham is Beach, which is a reiteration, because <coughs> it's talking about Mizbeach. So I mentioned the face of the Mizbeach, the corner of the Mizbeach, and so on. Karakeva Mizbeach, which means the squareness of the Mizbeach. So the word Ham is Beach is Shona Ola Vakosova Akir. It's a repetition in order to show that we insist on that, like all things of the Karbonus. If the Torah repeats, it insists, but now that it, that is possible. Again, it was written only once, so we'd say, that's how it should be. But if they ever they did it without that, it's kosher. But since the Torah reiterates, it's shona all of our kosher, it reiterates to be market, so without that it's possible. Rabbi is a step higher up on the Mizbeach. Also, that, he says, is puzzle if it's broken off. As a machlik is, what's the meaning of the word karakit? He says karakit hamizbeach means the survey. And the others say karakit means the squareness of the mizbeach. If it means survey, so it means survey is also me'akit if it's broken off. Say that. 